previously on the campaign trail. Your charisma? I don't think so. Your persuasion, then. Twelve. Ah, ten. Ooh, you lose those five points of persuasion. And Renee draws a massive spectral sword. Can you roll for initiative? You try to take my dissonant whispers away from me, I'll dissonant whisper your face off! But I do that in a whisper while casting a spell. And fire leaps across the body of the looped. Strings of fire shining in gold, white, purple and black. This is the most punk rock shit that has ever happened. Um, I think I ought to do another cast of Dissonant Whispers. I sling myself at Renee Cudgers and attack <laughs> with the green flame blade. But uh, Renee bursts into green flames and her body is incinerated and the roulette wheel falls dim and her body crumbles to dust. Uh, and eventually the elevator comes back and dings open and uh, you are presented with a golden elevator uh, full of panelled walls. The control panel has several dozen floors plus a button for the penthouse suite which is where you know Mark Shafos is lying in wait for your final confrontation. So let's just uh, paint the scene as the elevator moves you up, calming music coming through the little speakers. Uh, Just picturing the scene of you all standing there, bloody and bruised in your armour and whatnot, while (laughs) calm elevator music plays and you're just kind of stood there. Kind of making me stabby. (laughs) More stabby. Uh, This is that scene in films where everybody checks their weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just humming, <laughs> not humming along. Just I wonder what the smell was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I don't get it, but sure. <laughs> uh, you're nearly up to the top when uh, the elevator stops and dings at a floor, and uh, it opens, and a figure rushes in carrying piles of paper, and she just sort of squeezes between you. And goes, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, she presses the button for the penthouse, and it closes. Does she look onto... at all concerned by our state? Uh, well, she kind of looks a bit wrapped up in her work and she's like reading some memos and then slowly she looks up at you and sees these kind of battered and bloodied uh, adventurers standing there. Oh, my God. Yes, it's us. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, it's Evelyn, you remember, Mark Shafoss's yes. uh, assistant. Uh, she looks at you and then she her eyes lock on you, Jay. And she says, J Moon P.I., I, I've been trying to contact you. Where have you been? Here. Uh, in this elevator? Well, down at the bottom of the, where the elevator goes. We well, don't get because, a very good signal, you know. Well, I don't get any yeah, signal. That's all. No. <laughs> that's uh, probably all, all, all for the best, because uh, let me tell you, I've got some big revelations, big secrets to tell you. It turns out. Mr. Shafos is a necromancer. <gasps> I'm, you know, shocked. How oh. are we shocked? Do you see how shocked I am? Well, 
Well, it, it, that's that's not it. Uh, that, that's, that's not all. Uh, he's also been using zombies to swing the election. Ha! Ah, but you didn't well, know that. We know. All the presses. Oh. Um, well, uh, did you know that he has a zombie of his mother uh, as private security down there? Oh, he is that one we've just killed? He did have a zombie. Had. Oh. <laughs> uh... Okay, uh, and she ruffles through some of her notes. Uh, did you know that he has little necromantic bells on his shirt cuffs? That's how he controls his zombies. It's uh, got a bit of a thing going on there. Magic bells. Uh, shuffles through some more notes. Messiah, oh, that's fashionable. Bit, bit of a messiah complex. Uh, he has a magical contract connecting him to all of his workers in the factories. Uh I don't have much else. Sorry. Go on, what go was on, it the, the the crone said about bells? Wasn't it like uh, that's not for who bell for tolls, who... bells for the bells for three, or the yes, way round? That is, yes, that is what she said. Um, so uh, I take it you are all here to kill him. Ah, well, <laughs> that's um <clears throat> excellent. Good, H- he's. Really, not a nice boss. Um, I don't suppose that comes as a surprise to you either. I think really you should look for better employment. I, I have been thinking about that. Um, listen, um, uh, I'll try and uh, distract him a little bit, and uh, you can uh, bust in and uh, give him a, an old one-two surprise. If there's uh, any way you can sneak the bells off his cuffs, I think that would be very helpful. Yes, uh, I, I'll, I'll try and do that. Um, Maybe spill something down his shirt or something. Oh yes, uh, he he likes coffee. I'll I'll I'll, I'll spill some coffee on him or something. Uh, uh, the elevator dings and the doors open onto an open plan office area. Uh, it's deserted. Uh, at the end of the room, you can see a large set of double doors with the words CEO in gold lettering. I'm guessing he's that C-E- way. CEO. No. <laughs> Uh, Evelyn goes up to the door and she sort of puts a finger to her lips and mouths, wait here. And she knocks and Mark says, come in, Evelyn. Uh, she opens the door and slips in, but she leaves it ajar. Um, so I assume you kind of all crowd around and listen in. Oh, yes, because I can't say I 100% trust her. <laughs> I just have a few things for you to sign, Mr. Shafos. There's a new uh, distribution agreement uh, if you sign here and the... Uh, Workers' compensation reductions sign here. There's a memo r- reminding the sales team of their targets. Uh, How many more, Evelyn? I have guests. Uh, just three more. Fine, fine. Here, here, and here. Right. Happy now? I'm trying to do a dramatic entrance thing. Well, they're going to be the ones entering, I suppose. But I want to do the cool thing where I turn around dramatically, you know? Why don't you go and make us some coffee, eh? Nice and hot. There's a good girl. Off you go. Um, Evelyn kind of shuffles out of the office and gives you all a little nod and says, Sorry, I tried, but he, I couldn't get close enough. Who else is in there? It's just him. Oh. He's expecting I think us. he's expecting us. Um, do you go in? Yes. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. You... 
step into the office. It's a long rectangular room with a massive wall of windows that look out over the city. Uh, you see the view of the snow-capped buildings and the rolling valleys beyond. Uh, dawn is not far away, but the moon is still fat in the sky, lending its ghost light to the scene below. Uh, there's a long black table in the middle of the room with high back chairs around it, a huge magic mirror on the wall, uh, and uh, a bookcase next to it. Uh, Mark is stood by the window, hands in pockets. He turns to you dramatically and smiles. I think you practiced, that. <laughs> oh, you noticed. Well, you're not very good at it. You did make it a bit obvious. <laughs> Why don't you sit down and we can have a nice little chat like civilized people? And he sort of gestures at the table and chairs. I'm not a civilized person, I'm gonna remain standing. <laughs> Uh, he goes over to a little intercom on uh, on the desk and goes, Evelyn, would you make that five coffees? Extra cream. I know how you take it, Mr. Pelicos. I've read your file. It's also on his MySpace profile. Yes. <laughs> and you'll know I take my coffee with whiskey. Oh, yes, of course. Evelyn, make one of those coffees a... Hmm, it won't be an Irish. What will it be in this? <laughs> uh... Fantasy Irish. Okay, a fantasy Irish coffee. <laughs> fantasy Irish? Um, uh, I assume you're all still standing up uh, in defiance of him. Yes. I do kind of want to just sit on the floor. I don't believe <laughs> that Jay has a MySpace profile that reveals what kind of coffee he likes. <laughs> I do. I'm still on MySpace. <laughs> you are um, truly Pelicos the cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark sort of adjusts his cufflinks and you hear the little jingle of bells and uh, the magic mirror behind him lights up and you see an image that you recognise. It's your flat in Parliament Hexagon and you see yourselves there, minus Jay, uh, as you are hacking into a magic mirror. I've got a question about hacking into magic mirrors and that. Uh, do, you, do you know if we're still doing it? Well, if, if anybody... And uh, Mark sits down in his high back chair and goes, Phone hacking is a very serious offence. Prison time of up to five years. What were you thinking? How long is the prison term for necromancy? <laughs> just just out of interest. If you're well, trying to get dirt on us by having spied on us about how we're spying on people, isn't this a bit of a catch-22? And what's the, um, what's the, um, sentence for vote-rigging? Well, that depends on if you can prove it. And, speaking of proving things, Mr. J. Moon P.I., or should I say, Jonic Moonbeam, R.I.P.? <laughs> and the magic mirror shows the grave in Ragnar's rock that bears your name. Now, why would a man fake his own death? Oh, I know! Now... That sounds like a, an interesting way to avoid some tax, but... And then it cuts off there. <laughs> tax evasion? Very bad behavior. That's a big one. Can you say context? Because that's <laughs> lacking it. Listen, I've got enough lawyers to keep you all in litigation hell for the next 20 years. Now, you there, halfling. Remember your village? They all blamed you for the fire, didn't they? Yes, yes it did. Was that your fault too? People from the surrounding villages knew you had anger management problems. 
I'm not surprised, given that you proudly proclaim yourself to have killed the CEO of the Institute of Dreams and Success. I am proud of that. <laughs> and you... He stands up and walks over to you, Pelikos, and says, Pelikos the Various, or should I call you Malzar? And uh, you see the image of Pelikos in Ragnar's Rock in the full robe going, Malzar has returned from his exile. And then, again, in the uh, records office with the little zombie bowing before you, and Pelikos saying, Fear me, because I am Malzar. Rolling his natural 20 deception check. <laughs> Very believable, isn't it, Mr. Pelikos? I do like a bit of roleplay. <laughs> so, so, I do call you Pelicos the Convincing. So, yes. shall we cut to the chase, or well, chase to the cut? <laughs> uh, do, are you drawing weapons on him? I didn't put my weapons away. Uh. I start singing Kylie Ray Jepsen's Cut to the Feeling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gestures at his mirror again, and uh, you see a room full of uh, people. There are people clapping and are cheering. And you see Gorlak striding through the room, shaking hands and high-fiving people. But then, up in the balcony, you see somebody with a crossbow taking aim. And Mark smiles taking at you. Taking me where? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not do as you are told, I will have my man shoot that goblin of yours. He'll end up in a hospital that I own, of course. Then he will make a miraculous recovery. He opens his hand and you see two glass eyes in his palm. Surviving an assassination attempt will probably push him up in the polls. He'll probably win. By which I, of course, mean I will win. I've always wanted a prime minister of my own. Bit of a risky strategy, I'll admit. I could get caught with this big of a play. But if my mother taught me anything, it's that the biggest risks carry the biggest rewards. <laughs> oh, your mother's yes, um, again. Yeah, about your mother. Yes, I was watching that. I think we did a good job. Uh, again, the uh, mirror shows the uh, um, the assassin taking aim at Gorlak, and he says. Now, are you all going to be good and sit down? I'm going to shoot the mirror. Uh, okay, make an attack roll. Something you never ever do is get into black things. <laughs> 20. A non non-natural okay. 20. Well done. <laughs> you fire it at the mirror. Uh, roll some damage. Two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you make a little crack right. in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it hits right in the centre. It was a good uh, Mark twists and uh, he looks at you um, uh, his glasses are slightly askew at this point let me tell you what is going to happen I shall slowly reload as he's talking. you are going to contact your people at Fable HQ and you are going to tell them you can't get back in time for the election you've been snowed in or something when you've done that you will all be escorted to the dungeons to await my decision on what to do with you if you fail to comply with any of this, your Gorlak dies and becomes one of mine. Understand? The one thing you don't understand is that I'm not a member of the Fable Party. And I've been waiting to do this for a long time. I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm still wondering Aren't why his factory has technically been. an MP standee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make an attack roll. 13. That hits. 
Oh, roll some damage. Five. Uh, the crossbow bolt slams into his chest, and he looks down at it and goes, <coughs> Oh, fuck. And he falls over and collapses to the floor. Um, that felt too easy. Yeah. Can we stuff him, can we stuff him into the vacuum of spice while he's falling over? <laughs> I do have the vacuum of spice on me. Uh, as you're standing there looking at uh, his dead body, uh, you hear a knock at the door. Prop him up in the chair. <laughs> with, turn the chair around. With the Ooh, I've got some sunglasses. Sticking out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, Dareth, you have some sunglasses that you stole from Jamie Childs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so that he's Borrowed. looking away, so that he's not facing the room. <laughs> uh, you prop him up in the chair, make a deception check, all of you, I guess. <laughs> this does not sound convincing. I got oh, a I natural one. Mm. <laughs> 21. Okay. Pelicos, you think you, you've done enough to make it look Nine. vaguely convincing. 29. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and <laughs> Jay makes it even more so. Um, I think you you cast some um, magic with no, you you're not magical, are no, you? Totally. Uh, you? You use some uh, jiggery pokery to make it look like he's still breathing, <laughs> and uh, you, you remove the uh, you you remove the uh, the the um, crossbow bolt from his chest. I'm deceptively good at this. Uh, as you're doing this, actually, you notice that he has normal biological eyes. Oh. Hmm. <clears throat> can we remove the, the bells from his sleeves? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, I won't make you check for that, uh, because he's not alive. <laughs> uh, the door... Come in! Uh, the person just knocks again. Come in! Shall I, shall I go and answer it, and just tell them that Mr. Shafos is in the meeting? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, you go and open the door, and there you see a hooded figure. And Dareth, you recognise this as a figure that you vague, you vaguely remember seeing them in the graveyard in Ragnar's Rock, and you also saw them a few episodes back uh, in the graveyard, just outside uh, the, uh, the the cathedral here in Gambler's Grave. Uh, it has fine robes embody, uh, embossed with uh, faint stars. It takes a step into the room, and you kind of feel the weight as it moves. Uh, slowly, it lifts a gloved hand to its hood and draws it back. And what you see both surprises and confuses you. As its hood falls back, you see a head made entirely out of glass. Tiny. What? Huh? <laughs> Uh, make a perception check. Oh, even with my half score? No, no, perception. That's 21. Perception. I've got a six. six 16. <laughs> 16. Tilda? Four. Okay. Uh, Pelikos and Jay, you recognise with a sort of jolt of, again, horror and confusion that the face is carved into the likeness of Mark Shafos. Uh, oh my so word, is it last Shafos? 
um, it walks past you and towards Mark's lifeless body with sort of deft and determined movements. Uh, It takes off one of its gloves, and you see that that is also made of glass. I feel we should try and stop it. Yeah, can I shoot What are you going to do? Uh, Yeah, sure. Make an attack roll. Fifteen. That just hits. Okay. Twenty-six. Okay. Uh, Yeah, those both hit. Okay. Fifteen. Okay, yeah. uh, You hit it, and it kind of stumbles and goes... As they... they, uh, as the arrows hit it, um, it crouches to its knees and then stands up again. Uh, and it grabs Mark Shafos by the throat and lifts him up off the ground. What do you do? Um, I am very confused. <laughs> I want to see what it's uh, going to do with the dead Mark Shafos first. Okay. Uh, it raises a hand, extending two fingers, and then plunges them into Mark's eye sockets. Oh, God. I look away. um, Those of you who are not looking away, you see white (laughs) flame running inside the fingers and through the hand and vanishing up the sleeve. This goes on for about a minute and then the figure drops the body and you can see this white fire is kind of flittering around inside this glass ghost as it turns towards you and then tilts its head to the side. And then tilts it the other way and then moves over to the intercom and presses it and says Evelyn where's that coffee I asked for coffee and there's no response I'll give you for coffee I got it Philip Glass he looks at you all and goes what are you staring at well freaky head the the transparency of somebody who's not very transparent it's just a bit (laughs) shocking I'm struggling to make a joke about people in glass houses (laughs) transparency democracy is not what are you talking about not good Evelyn coffee where is people like me should be in power coffee where not with you it's okay, I've had a panic attack before. Sit down, breathe. <laughs> uh, he slaps your hand away, Dareth, and says, Half breeds! You've no business! Can't do. Okay, now you're this hit your attack. Okay, yeah. I take back my offer for help. Yeah, yeah, you're clearly a malfunctioning racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, the racism seems pretty functioning. I, I was going to suggest that Dee play some soul music. <laughs> uh, uh, that makes sense <laughs> uh, he staggers back from you like putting his glass hands on his head and then he looks at his hands and seems to be in kind of horror what did you do to me and then he sees his own body on the floor and starts screaming a fair response, let's be. Yes, yes, yes. We, we we killed you, and then you came in through the door, and you were made of glass, and you kind of sucked yourself out of yourself, and now you are swirling around in this kind of glass carapace of you. I'm sorry, that sounds really confusing, but that's basically what <laughs> happened. Uh, again, he's kind of looking panicked, looking back and forth. What is this vessel? What? Oh, I don't understand! I don't think they covered this in necromancy for dummies. 
Uh, he jerks back and forth and then stands up straight, uh, face blank, and says, You can't trust him. The goblin is a betrayer. He'll betray you. Don't trust him. This sounds also incredibly untrustworthy. Yes, yes. I think I trust the goblin more than I trust somebody who's just like sucked the soul out of a dead body and put it into a glass live body and also you steal people's eyes. <laughs> That's not very trustworthy. Eyes! Again, he seems to be sort of snapping out of whatever is trying to take over him. And uh, he reaches under the um, desk and pulls out a little box and places it there. And he opens it up and you see four sets of these glass eyes. Eyes, you'll take these eyes! You will be mine! You will! You will! You are, um, I don't want no. your eyes. I really like my eyes. This is definitely not a case where the eyes have it. <laughs> uh, again, he, he starts jerking back and forth and uh, then stands up straight again and says, Well done, all of you. You finally stopped Mark Shafos for me. Thank you for that. Wait a second, for you... Yes, for me. <laughs> I will introduce myself presently. And the glass figure walks towards the giant mirror and puts a hand on it. And then, slowly, the hand passes through the mirror's surface and the figure disappears through the mirror. And Pelikos, as you see this happen, you feel your sorcerous magic tingles within you and you feel a cold shiver run all the way through you. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> As you approach the mirror where the creature disappeared, uh, within it you see a reflection not of the room you're in, but of another room. It's a large auditorium or so it seems. You've seen rows of seats vanishing into darkness and then you hear that voice again. Poor old Mark Shafos. Thanks for getting rid of him for me. He really was a shit. Problem with necromancers, they should be careful about killing them. Got to make sure they don't come back, you see. Uh, knew I could rely on you for to deal with him for me. Oh, uh, where are my manners? I should introduce myself. Suddenly, music blasts out of the mirror. Thundering chords, powerful rifts, and a drum beat that threatens to make your ears bleed. The auditorium within the mirror shakes and you see lights burst on, first near, then descending towards the stage in a sort of bam, 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 in time with the music. This is all a bit prog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's more sort of death metal. Showing um, off before. The lights burst on stage, illuminating a single figure. The mirror zooms in and you see a woman dressed in black, knee-length boots, black leather pants, a skull-themed belt, a black shirt with red eldritch runes across it, and then a black leather coat that reaches the f to the floor, and her hair is bushy and black and letting fly. But the face you recognise. She has square glasses and a sour smile, and it's Evelyn. She takes off her glasses and tosses them aside, revealing shining glass eyes. You may call me Professor Evelyn Wayak Malza. And she bows as her name lights up in flames behind her. Oh, See, this is the sort of aesthetic that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Less evil, perhaps. It's all in the name, isn't it? But evil in. Yes. <laughs> Your parents knew 
I think you've been expecting me now. Not really, I was expecting Tom. <laughs> I've been expecting you, Tilda North Wanderer. Look, I, um, I don't have a lot of time. Mark was kind of a thorn in my side, protected by powerful spells and things, and uh, I couldn't really move against him personally until I got him to sign over the company to me while you distracted him. And she holds up a little piece of paper that Mark has signed in blood, it looks like. Usually he reads everything he signs, but with you banging on his door, he was too distracted and my moment had come. Now, all of the mirrors will bow to me. Fucking finally. Uh-oh. You are a strange woman. Where have you gone, by the way? Oh, somewhere you know very well. Uh, Mr. Pelicos, indeed, I'd actually like to see you in my office, if you would. Uh, can you join me in Parliament Hexagon? I have a customer feedback survey I'd like to complete with you. As for the rest of your little gang, well, <laughs> surplus to requirements. And she clicks her fingers and she, she, you see, she has a little thimble that rings like a bell. Uh, the sound reverberates out of the mirror, shuddering through the floor. The elevator doors slide open and other doors creak. Outside in the open plan office, you spot a shambling of zombies coming towards you. Malzar, you see, can be doing what is best described as air guitar uh, with her cane. Uh, she's hop hopping back and forth and... Uh, dancing around. Uh, what do you do? I might um, like to go in the mirror and give her a slap. Mm -hmm. Yes, is there any way we can use the mirror to get out of here? Uh, make an arcana check, Pelikos. Mm. Eight. Uh, you don't know. No. Okay. Take Shafos's, um bells, ring them and, and uh, add the, the, the zombies and then shoot, shoot. Okay, uh, the zombies are going to make uh, a wisdom saving throw, uh, which they fail spectacularly. Zombies uh, the <laughs> They go uh, scattering in all directions and are just kind of causing mess and chaos within the office, throwing papers around, staplers are chucked left, right, and centre. Pencils <laughs> are all over the floor. It's just a it's just a mess of stationery. It's an audit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Malzar sort of walks up to the mirror and goes, Nice try with the whole democracy thing, by the way. Shame it'll have to end after all the effort you've put into it. But like I told you before, democracy is an inefficient system. It's time for something that actually works. I'm thinking monarchy. After all, I am the child of the Moonlight Crown. I am the descendant of royal blood. Fear me. I am the heir to Darnor. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Mr. Pelicos, they won't attack you. Uh, but the others, well, it's goodbye, I'm afraid. Have a nice life. And the mirror goes dark. Uh, the zombies are still kind of uh, trashing the room, uh, but they are kind of blocking your exit. What do you do? I'm still recovering from the pun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? There was a pun? Give us that I missed it. Oh, you remember the what the Jamie Childs one? No, the other one. <laughs> the uh, two. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we did establish that that exists as a play in this world. <laughs> we did, yes, yes. I know. Man, no, I just want to kill zombies. I'm, I'm going to kill zombies. <laughs> Have you still got that bath bomb, Pelagos? Um, 
Yes, you do. Oh, bath bomb. What does that do? Uh, well, if it makes you... everything smell nice. <laughs> <laughs> if you pour water on it, uh, it casts destroy undead. Oh, that's a good one. Ah, We've yes. Have we got water? That could be. F- We've got. Mm. Got whiskey. Cold coffee. Oh, coffee. You you should have like a, a a skin of water in your general pack. General other supplies. other carafes of water on the table. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you this grab is one a of conference them. room. Uh, and the uh, zombies are going to make another wisdom saving throw and get a critical failure. Uh, so yeah, the uh, zombies in the room stop and scream and uh, dissolve into dust. Uh, no, they dissolve into bubbles. I'll say they dissolve oh. into little pink bubbles. Oh, pop, 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 pop. Ooh, uh, lavender. And uh, now you are left standing in this uh, empty office penthouse suite. <laughs> well, what the hell do we do now? Wasn't there some I think secret we need to get to that. Uh, place where Chafos could view everybody's mirrors? If we can get into, like, Gorlax's mirror, then we might be able to send a warning to him that there's... Uh, an assassin at the conference. Okay, uh, you can. You've got Gorlax's number. You can call him. Oh, God, I, I was being clever. <laughs> <laughs> I, are we able to call him, or are our phones all uh, hacked? You can. You can give it a go. Okay, I'm going to phone him. Okay, you phone him, uh, and it seems to be working normally. Uh, it rings and rings, and eventually. Uh, after a few minutes, uh, Gorlack picks up and goes, uh, Hello, hello, uh, it, it's, it's me, uh, Gorlack. Uh, thanks, you, you got me out of a, a really sticky situation there. Someone was asking me about uh, my uh, my nose job that I didn't have. Blimey. Uh, <laughs> Gorlack, listen to me. There's a man with a crossbow in... Is it the conference or the conference? Uh, it's th- just a just a press uh, conference of some yes, sort. Yes, at the press conference, there's a guy with a crossbow up in the gallery, and he's going to shoot you. Need to get security onto him. Oh my goodness! Uh, it, w- one second, and uh, you hear some sort of whispers and uh, uh, shouted um, orders, and then Golak comes through. Oh well, uh, the security are going to try and find this uh, person. How, how on earth did you know? It's very complicated. Just I just think while this me. is happening. I'm going to ring Elzar and uh, get some get somebody in to open the records office. <laughs> okay, uh, you call Alzar, uh, and you uh, it rings and rings and rings, and eventually someone picks up, uh, but it's not Alzar. It's Joff picks up and goes, "Hi, Alzar's phone. She's a bit um, busy at the moment." And in the background, you can hear the sort of faint. <laughs> Uh, all Never that is kind of going. <laughs> it's, it's Thursday, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, uh, how can I help? Says Joff. Um, yes. Um, you might like to get a team up to um, this constituency to open the records office and deal with Evo rigging. Um, ah. it's all going a bit Pete Tong over here. Oh, I see. Um, well, uh, we I need can... the electoral commission. Oh. Are you sure? Yes. Well, if you insist, I'll... uh, Give me one minute. And uh, you see him walk over to uh, uh, a clearing in the floor and he pulls pulls a little rug aside and you see a sort of uh, 
circle of um, painted symbols and uh, runes, <laughs> and uh, he sort of spreads some salt around it, lights a few candles, and then sort of stands before it and goes, Huntai and uh, with a burst of flame, a large demonic figure appears uh, with many feet and a huge head. And it says, Who has called the Electoral Commission? Uh, Mr. Pelikos would like to talk to you. <laughs> uh, yes, we've got uh, severe vote rigging up here. Um, we need the exterminators and the... Uh, sorry, no, that's the wrong service. Um, we need... <laughs> we need <laughs> yes. Um, somebody's got the undead voting. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Ooh, oh, this will be fun. Thirteen. Hmm. It uh, leans forward, uh, almost pressing its face up against the mirror, and uh, Joff, you hear, goes, <laughs> and steps back a little bit. Now you'll have to do something to convince me of that. That's a very serious accusation. We have in our possession, kind of, um, a deceased voter whose name is still in the electoral roll. Uh, yes, we have proof. Would you like uh, to yeah. the deceased voter out? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Tilda, you roll persuasion with advantage. Okay. Uh, oh, 22. Okay, yeah, you uh, pull your uh, dead voter out, uh, who is now nice and icy from the <laughs> cold void of space, uh, with his uh, voter pulling card like clenched in hand and you kind of show that the dates on it and uh, you show that he's clearly uh, far too dead to have voted in that election and uh, the uh, electoral commissioner nods and goes I will send some people around immediately this is very serious it might even be above my head can you tell me who was involved um there would be Mark Schaefer who is now Apparently dead, and what? his secretary, uh, Evelyn. What? This Shafos? Shafos dead? Yes. Yes, and his mother. And his mother. And his secretary. Well, his secretary is actually an evil warlock, for all we know. Yes, yes, his his secretary is an evil warlock called Malzar. And there was a drow involved, and you know how boopy they are. Uh, he's looking a bit confused and befuddled. It's been this, a week. This, this, this is a lot to take in. Uh, Malzar, you say? That rings a bell. What? Where have I heard that name before? Think Warlock. I'll, like I say, I'll, uh, I'll have some people look into this. Um, I might have to get MIS-5 involved. Uh, Leave it with me, leave it with me. And then there's a puff of uh, horrid smoke and uh, Joff is kind of coughing up. <coughs> Fucking hell. It's not often you flummox a demon. <laughs> no. Both of you want to do it more often, that's a thrill. <laughs> dead, dead Paul here, do I... Do you want me to leave him in the office or stuff him back into the void of spice? Um, I, I would stuff him back, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> I think it back into the void of space with this polling card. I think that gives you another 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, Reset it now. Um, uh, as you're sort of uh, preparing to leave, I, I imagine you don't want to stay in this stinky room uh, with, with some dead bodies. Um, well, the bubble you, bath smells nice. The bubble bath does smell nice, actually, yeah. Uh, it's piney. 
eventually, uh, as you reach the uh, elevator door, it dings, and four people in smart black suits come out carrying weapons going, All right, we're here to save you! Oh. 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 Hello. Uh, hi. Uh, Jay, you recognise one of these as your campaign manager. Uh, who is a very sort of skinny young man who's kind of pale and almost so pale that uh, he looks almost skeletal. And uh, he says, uh, yes, uh, hi, I'm Owen Bones. I... Owen Bones. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm not a real skeleton. I just look like one, I know. Uh, s- sorry, Mr. Bostock. I uh, sh- should have told you I'm actually a... a- a special agent working with uh, the Ministry of Eyes, Section 5, uh, MIs 5. Um, got got a tip-off from the Electoral Commission that something was uh, going on, um, but you seem to have... Um, well, you seem to have sorted most of it out by the looks we, of it. We handled some of it, then we talked to the DC. I feel like we've pushed over a domino. Yes, um, yes. Uh, is that... Mark Shafos, I can see in that office, lying on the floor with a bloody wound in his chest. A little bit, yeah. It was Mark Shafos, yes. I see. Well, we've been watching Shafos for some time. It's difficult to get close to him. He's more get close used to us alive. Now. He's not going anywhere. Uh, that's true. Uh, Agent Kunz, uh, you, you've got to uh, speak with Dad, haven't you? Uh, go, go and uh, see if you can get some answers out of him. And uh, one of the agents sort of rushes off and starts doing some uh, some spells, uh, but nothing seems to happen. Uh, and uh, the agent goes, "Sorry, there's no soul. It seems like it's been um, taken out." I'm afraid his soul. I think it's been taken by Secretary Evelyn, uh, who is also the Warlock Mauser. Uh, Owen looks at you with shock. That is classified information. How do you even know about Malzor? Because she told me. Oh. I suppose you know the whole story, then. Well, not entirely, but, um, yes. Um, unless you want monarchy enforced upon you, I think we'd better stop her as soon as possible. Yes, yes, uh, she is the descendant of the of the old monarch who fired himself into space, although we have uh, had suspicions that she was the one who convinced them to fire themselves into space so that she could take the throne. I say she. Uh, she's been man, woman, elf, non-binary. She's been everything. Eyes, you see, transfers from one body to the next over the generations. Wait. Are you trying to tell me that the monarch actually did go to the moon? Yes. Not just a conspiracy, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything is a conspiracy. But yeah. enough things are to make it feel like a conspiracy. <laughs> but uh, well, Why the, are you uh, here, Miss Bones? Um, they've hmm? been stealing people's eyes in the factory. Ah. We should look into that. Well, okay. Ah, that's good. Good good tip off. I'll, uh, we've got an agent heading to the factory right now. And he You could say comes... that you should look into their eyes. He picks up his uh, phone and uh, starts making a call. Uh, As he's making this call, you hear a commotion near the stairs. And uh, there are some reporters clamouring to get through. Uh, But one of the agents is stopping. We had an interview with Mr. Schaefer at a press conference. Uh, What's going on? Can can, can somebody talk to us? I'm going to close the conference room door. (laughs) Uh, 
Owen uh, is talking to his, into his um, phone and goes, What? All of them? That's... Oh, God. And he puts his phone down and looks at you. Everybody in the factory. They just fell down dead. About a few, a few minutes ago, apparently. Just all of a sudden, all of them dead. I don't think they were really alive anymore. I think she's covering her tracks. Ah, this is... That's a lot of people, you realise. They, they hired a number of quite influential people in the city as well. I dread to think what's... Oh, God. Uh, right, right. One thing at a time, one thing at a time. Uh, how are we going to handle the press? We can do that bit. We are, <laughs> we're skilled... We talk to them all the time. They sometimes talk to us. Yeah. I used to be the press. <laughs> yes, we'll do that. And uh, yes, we'll take them downstairs and do that. <laughs> Maybe uh, you'll finally get a coffee. It's about time mm. the truth came out. Uh, you head to the reporters and they kind of all crowd around you. So, uh, is, it tr- is it true that you uh, murdered Mr. Shafos in cold blood? No. No. It was quite hot no. blood. <laughs> well, I think what my colleague intends to say is that Mr. Shafers, as far as we can tell, was already dead. Oh, another reporter. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, 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 Jeffrey, Jeffrey Blamer from the, the Daily Fail. Um, uh, is it Fable Party policy to murder political opponents and their funders? I wasn't Absolutely there. I wasn't aware not. that Mark Shafers was funding a, a, a rival political party. Um, certainly if he is, then the Electoral Commission should look into how much he was funding them by, because I believe there are limits on the amount of funding that can be provided, uh, which I feel that Mr. Shafos may have broken. Among other things. Among other things. So what we would be looking at there would be electoral fraud on behalf of, I don't know, let's say, the Unicorn Party, if that's who he was funding. Um, and that should be looked into. Uh, excuse no, me. Uh, hi, over, uh, 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 over here. Uh, um, uh, Meryl Bleep from the uh, Cheap Times. Uh, what do you have to say to the families of the workers who died in the mirror factory as a result of your actions today? I'm a great fan of the Cheap Times. It's one of my favourite publications. <laughs> um, I believe that most of the people working in the mirror factory were already dead, as was Mark Shafos and his mother. And we're probably the rest of the workers' families who are probably also working, also working in, as zombies yes. in the factory. And you have nothing to connect. Um, they're sad and um, entirely redemises to, to um, our actions. I believe that if everyone in the factory drops dead at the same time, there has been some massive and flagrant breach of health and safety that should be looked into. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Mr. Bostock, uh, will you be suspending your campaign uh, during the investigation? And this is directed at you, Jay, if you forgot that you had <laughs> taken your friend's identity. No, I hadn't forgot. I just shrug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Mr. Bostock will be following the guidelines of the Electoral Commission very closely. Oh! Oh, the Electoral Commission. That will explain the fire, right, yes. <laughs> what fire? Oh, yes, uh, the... Um, the, yeah, a demon appeared in the middle of town, and there's a bit of a fire situation. Um, uh, can you all roll a uh, collective persuasion check? Uh, Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, well. Twenty-one. 
21. My persuasion rolls are having to be a bit higher. 18. <laughs> 18. Okay. Ooh, okay, that's very good. Uh, can one of you, let's say Jay, can you roll 2d6? 8. 8, bloody hell. So you get plus 8 in this constituency, and given that you are already on plus 19, mm. uh, that's... Yeah, you are doing very well in this constituency, uh, especially now that you don't have to worry about the cheating. Uh, Fable is currently polling at 46% uh, to the unicorn on 14. Uh, Two neutrals on 11. Gunge on 15. Now all we have to worry about is the actual space of democracy itself. Yes. Um... Speaking of, as the questioning is going on, and you're getting more sort of uh, questions about um, favourite sandwiches, um, <laughs> which Tilda is answering with gusto, um, Pelikos, you feel a kind of shiver again in your kind of uh, arcanic centre, um, and you feel your eyes being drawn to that large mirror in the office again. I'm going to kind of wander over to it. Okay, you wander over and through it, uh, as you approach, you see Parliament Hexagon reflected back at you, uh, as if from above. And as you kind of reach out a hand to touch the mirror, uh, the view kind of zooms back and you see, um, uh, like, lots of pathways stringing out from Parliament Hexagon. Uh, like hundreds of thousands of pathways leaping out across the country uh, and you see thousands and thousands of these little uh, pathways that are going everywhere in every direction and one that is going straight up into the sky uh, and then it all kind of zooms in onto the mirror itself and you can see like a tunnel on the other side of the mirror has appeared what do you do? Um, folks, mm. there's a tunnel mm. yes. through the mirror. Can, can we, tunnel. like, walk through the mirror into the tunnel? Uh, are we saying yeah. that the press presser is over now? So, uh, can, you, can you just leave, <laughs> please? <laughs> Unless we want to take the press with us. I <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, I think, like, one of the reporters uh, comes up to you, Jay, and says, uh, So, um... What you were saying about the chemicals and the water, could I perhaps get a few extra quotes from you on that? Uh, yes, but not now. <laughs> Are you sure? It's a very important topic, and the, the, the <laughs> truth should be told. But uh, yeah, I think Jay is feeling very we're, conflicted. We're actually a little bit busy just now. Oh well, uh, if you if you are. Uh, in the market, and he uh, slips a little, slips his card into your uh, top pocket and winks at you. Do uh, give me a call. Does this tunnel? Oh, wait. So this tunnel is in Parliament Hexagon. Uh, it seems to lead there. Can we get into the tunnel? Uh, Pelicos, as you like, have your hand against it. Your hand sort of passes through, almost as if the mirror was now made of smoke, uh, and you get the impression that you could indeed walk through. I think we could follow Mauser. I feel bad for Gretchen. I feel that we should tell Gretchen. 
we're not going back with her, that we're taking a shortcut. Do you want uh, to give her a call? Good, good, good. <laughs> I think Gretchen might be able to take care of herself. Get Owen Bones <laughs> to pass a message. Yes. Uh, Owen is looking somewhat confusedly at the mirror, but nods almost absently. She'll probably um, be with the barmaid. Yes. Yes, um, also check the pubs. <laughs> Will do. Um, Mr. Bostock, um, I think it's best if you stay behind here. Um, uh, election day is only a few days away, and we need our candidate here in the constituency. Um, as, as, as for you lot, well, I hope you're ready for what's coming. Nope. <laughs> Never. Not in the first. Uh, Dareth, do you have anything to say to your brother before you head on? Yeah, I, I think I, uh, I, t- I put my hand on his shoulder and I just go, Jonic, Jay, next time you fake your death, please at least just send me a card. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> if you want to join us for Christmas this year, you're welcome. I mean, that will only be a couple of weeks from now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see how the uh, election goes. Please don't die. For real. Die for fake all you want. (laughs) I think it would be really good if Jay gets elected to Parliament, or Mr Bostock, as we should be calling him, uh, because then you can investigate all the chemicals in the water and the, you know, (laughs) trails across the sky and all, all the bad stuff that's happening. (laughs) <laughs> Very important. It's an important Gorlak's job. going to have such a great time dealing with this MP. Minister for conspiracies. I would go on all the, the best uh, uh, talk shows. Committees. <laughs> go, go on all of the committees and tell them all it was aliens. It's not aliens, it's lizard people. <laughs> They're called lizard folk in this world. <laughs> And they have rights. That's going to be season two? Yep. <laughs> it might just be people pretending to be other people. Uh, so, um, the three of you, Dareth, Tilda and Pelikos, you stand before the mirror uh, with this pathway leading to, presumably, Parliament Hexagon. Dareth, you give Jay one last look and presumably flip him off. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, with a flash of light, all three of you vanish from the room as you step through the mirror and into the final chapter. Campaign Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Ain Phoenix as Dareth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos Livarius, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. 
J Moon PI was played by Pete Sutton for One Last Time. The voice of Mark Schafoss was Jonathan Wendit. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can follow the campaign trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash joel corner, that's j-o-e-l hyphen c-o-r-n-a-h, and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, we enter the final chapter. What lies on the other side of the mirror? How will our heroes save democracy? Will Tilda get more biscuits? To find out, you'll have to wait. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Adventure.